welcome to Before the Bid, your connection to some of the world's best livestock sales. Stay tuned as your host, Andy Howe, takes you coast to coast, stopping along the way to talk with producers about their operation, their livestock, and of course, their upcoming sales. Let's get to it. Welcome livestock friends to this Before the Bid podcast and excited about this one. I've got three guys on the other end of the line and we are going out to Hubbard, Iowa for this podcast and we're going to talk to some guys that are having a sale coming up here on SC Online Sales September the 16th and so look forward to that. They are the only ones on September the 16th so uh, got their own date there for SC and uh, excited about that for these guys. They're holding their first official online sale. So uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit. And we have from Hubbard, Iowa, we have the Freest Brothers. And also we have Dad. we got to make sure we get him in there. Dad, Terry, he's on here with us. And uh, we're going to be hearing from him. Also, we've got Brant on here. We've got Thane on here. And so excited to talk to these guys on the podcast. And we've had a very good visit so far. These guys are are guys that uh, I think you're going to enjoy a lot. And I know I have so far. So excited to get into this one. And so again, Hubbard, Iowa. And this one is on September the 16th on SC Online Sales. We're talking to the Freest brothers and Terry, Brant, and Thane. And guys, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thanks, Andy. Thanks for having us on. We're pretty excited to do this. So, Right. Well, Terry, we'll start with you. Always, always got to start with, with Dad and, and give Dad the respect and let Dad kind of tell the story. How did this whole thing get started? Well, probably this whole idea started back as an older gentleman. I was shown in the 80s and then traveling the Denver, Louisville in the early 90s. And then, uh, as every father always hopes, that his children will follow in his footsteps. Well, so far, these kids have followed in my footsteps and went way beyond what I was doing. Oh, that's awesome. I have three kids. My oldest one, my daughter, she's an ag teacher in our local district. And there's Grant and, and Payne. So, when it's Freest Brothers, they kind of forgot about their sister. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. So these guys, they're 20 and 22 years old, so I was kind of pretty proud of them that they're going to have the first online. They pretty much started local producers, wanted some help working cattle, getting them ready for sales and, and picking genetics. And when these boys started out, they weren't even old enough to drive to the producer's place. The producer was having to come get them and take them back to look at the cattle and to work on the cattle. Right. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, Terry, how did you get them started in the cattle? I mean, you, you kind of went around and did that, but did you have some cattle there of your own, or, or how did you get yes, those guys Yes, at the time, it was, it was a family generation of my own. Uh, I also had a brother and a sister, and we all showed together, and, and things progressed from our early years, and, and you get through college, and you want to go a little bit farther, and you want to do a little bit more, and you want to go here, and you want to go there. Well, that was before I was married, before I had kids, so we had the money to go do that. Right. Well, along comes the kids and the wife, and priorities kind of changed, so uh-huh. things kind of got slowed down a little bit, hoping that my uh, kids would have the interest that I had. Uh-huh. Well, that just took off like a rocket, it did. Right. So, anymore, I guess I'm just the guy that, uh, the advisor, when they need help on, uh, where to put a water line or why won't this fan run? They usually come find me first. (laughs) 
or my tanks need filled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of what I am. I'm. They're the ones that are out here breaking, washing, clipping, and they call when they need some help. But this is all their baby. Right, right. Now, Terry, you feed some cattle, right? Yeah, yeah. Right here at Hubbard, Iowa, father and I, we farm some row crop ground, and we usually feed some cattle, Western Origin cattle, and we just uh, run out of places for the boys to have cattle, and that's when Brant purchased this site we're at right now, and it's been quite the year when he uh, first bought it. He had his fixer-up house and bare ground. There wasn't a fence post or a usable building anywhere, so it's been a long year getting this facility ready, and I think the boys are ready to have their first online sale, so that's where we're at right now. Oh, that's great. Uh, I want to talk to the boys. Brant, let's start with you a little bit. And, and Brant, what do you do during the day? Uh, during the day, I haul livestock for uh, Weekman Trucking just out of Hubbard, Iowa. Any given day, we might start early, we might start late, transporting hogs, sheep, and cattle all around the United States. If it fits in the livestock wagon, we're hauling it. There was a guy... One of my buddies even used it a couple weeks ago to move and haul furniture, so (laughs) (laughs) they made it work anyway. Now, did you have to help him load it and everything? No, no, I just got the Snapchats. I was was lucky enough to find something else to do that day, and he didn't didn't even call to help it other than to have a beer and pizza afterwards. so. (laughs) So you're just the driver. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Now, Brant, you're, I, I guess we can get into this a little bit here. You're trying to expand this, and, and you made a big move here about a year ago. Yeah, about a year ago, just east of Hubbard, about two and a half miles from the main farm, I bought this little 10-acre place with a few sheds on it and fixed her up her house, and I got my feet wet in the fixing up in the world and decided that if I were to do it again, I wouldn't do it. But we found it <laughs> Founded quite a few fence posts, and we made it work for the cattle, I guess. Okay. Well, I, I think we need to talk about the house just a little bit, if it's a fixer-upper house. Are you buying more fence posts and fence, or are you buying stuff for the house? Uh, definitely more fence. I, the, <laughs> my girlfriend says that we need to trim or woodwork in the house, and I just go buy another bundle of fence posts, and that that's woodwork for me. So make uh, that work, I guess. She doesn't think the same way, but... She puts up with me, I guess. It's it's funny how they don't think the way we do when it comes to that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, like we talked a little earlier, uh, I've got a rental house that we've got to fix up and do some things. And uh, I know I'd a lot rather have that money to buy fence posts and fence and things like that. So uh, I, I can feel your pain. Exactly. It's tugging at the wallet from both sides. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Thane, let's bring you into this. And what do you do and, and what do you do at the operation? I uh, chore uh, 7,200 head of hogs every day. Oh, wow. And then in the spring and fall, I haul the manure. So if, if it's uh, around a hog, you can probably find me there. Uh huh. When I'm not doing that with my schedule, then I uh, main cowboy, I guess, around the farm. <laughs> okay. Well, good. Tell me a little about the the hog interest. Was that something you've always been interested in, or was it something that just kind of fit with with running cattle and things like that? So you thought, yeah, let's do it. Just kind of fit. Started in high school, just needing a little or wanting a little extra money, I guess, to kind of get the cows going. And was spending it faster than I was making it, so I had to keep (laughs) taking care of more pigs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So are you guys a commercial operation? You have a purebred operation? As far as the pigs go, what what kind of operation Uh, is it? It's just, uh, yeah, feeder pigs or market market hogs, I guess. Okay. 
and Terry mentioned you guys grew up and and helping and and getting guys uh, helping them get ready for sales and and I'm gonna guess doing some show fitting and things like that. Uh, if if you would tell us a little bit about some of those things that that you've done. Absolutely, we have a really pretty good neighbor by the name of Larry Hyman, just directly to the west of me. He runs about a purebred Simmental and Foundation Semi herd of about a hundred cows, all the way from here to Stewart, Iowa, which is about an hour and a half, an hour forty-five from here to a couple of different pastures. Anyway, he was getting up there in age and decided that it wasn't so fun to get the crap beat out of him breaking calves. So he called Thane and I and uh, my sister Michaela. And we broke them and took them to the state fair, and we did really well there. A couple of class winning bulls, a reserve division as a as a feeder calf with Larry's stuff, and uh, and then the the bonus on it was the little calves are broke for the beef expo, we, which we'd sell everything at the beef expo the following year, either as open heifers or bred heifers or uh, yearling bulls for them. So it was kind of a break them once and get your double value out of them, I guess. Right. Absolutely. Did you guys do a lot of other showing and things like that growing up and uh, coming through the ranks? Absolutely. Yeah, we were always piddling with a few 4-H calves through county fairs and open shows, just random here or there stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as soon as uh, Brant turned 16, we were gone about every weekend, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Thane, now you got the harassment a little bit earlier about you had all the success. Is that right? Yeah, somehow it worked out that way. Uh, we just finally started to get it figured out once everybody else was gone, and I guess I was the common denominator left to show, so <laughs> that worked out pretty dang good for me. <laughs> now, you guys, uh, what was it? You, I, I thought I heard you say something about you won county fair and things like that four or five years in a row or something? Or I won this county fair, or it's top five my whole high school career, but then uh, won this year so my junior year and had two heifers in the top five my senior year oh, and won wow. the fair that year too so wow well that's good yeah everybody and i'm gonna guess everybody pulled together for little brother to uh make sure yeah, that yeah. happened yeah as a whole family one of the year right makes it a, makes it a family affair and, and it sounds yeah. like you guys uh, are still staying together with that even though with that outlaw ag teacher sister uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> other than that you guys are, are keeping this thing going and, and wanting to expand things yeah absolutely about every every weekend if you come check out the calves we'll all be sitting in the garage and more than willing to invite you up for lunch or something or come get a pop out of the garage you'll see every single one of us and even my sister's dogs are running around here so <laughs> it's, a, it's a family affair on the weekends especially yeah well that sounds great and, and that's a uh, that's the way it should be. So, Brant, you guys talked about you had a little bit of a misfortune there that turned around that you guys could grow this cow herd some and, and do some different things. So if you would tell us a little about that and what you've gotten started, and, and we'll talk about some future plans and things as well. Yeah, absolutely. We just kind of got the cows and outgrew some space at the main farm. So we came over here to this farm and kind of bought here or there and bought random cows off sales and kept 4-H heifers and started breeding them. And sure enough, you breed something and it starts popping out calves and you got rid of the calves and we've been on it for a few years now anyway. So, Right. Are you guys a lot of AI or are you a lot of embryo transfer? What's your outlook there? More AI than embryos, but we're starting to put quite a few more embryos in the last two years. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we got a really good partnership hooked up with actually my boss that 
owns the trucking company. He's he just had 60 commercial cows, just raising commercial calves, and we ended up putting embryos in most of his cows and working out a deal. And somehow it seems to work fine. So. Right. Yeah, it helped with expansion too. Absolutely, right. Sat- satelliting a little bit. Yep. Especially in our area, it's kind of hard to find grass. A lot of it turned over, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's pretty Extra few and far in between. <laughs> That's pretty good farm ground down in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the neighboring county had some stuff, like 27,000 an acre or something like that, like a month ago. So. A few weeks ago, yeah. yeah oh, my gosh. Yeah, Holy that's it's getting a little crazy. Wow, yeah, not a lot of guys... Yeah, the cows don't make that much money, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That'd be hard to pencil that, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, what's the future look like then, or, or what's the goals? What What are you guys going to try to do with the future of this thing? We'd like to expand the cow herd a little bit, maybe put a few more embryos in, buy a few more cows, finish my house a little bit, and, you know, s- simple stuff, they say. Right. Yeah, I would say future, hopefully, I don't know, we've kind of focused more on raising heifers and have... I don't know, have a heifer win something pretty big, I guess, would be kind of one of my major goals. Yeah, it looks like you're well on your way, and we're going to talk about some of those here in just a little bit. But do you think that might be a, a deal where you can keep with your boss, Brant, and, and keep putting embryos in there as well and, and doing some things with that? Absolutely. He's he's kind of on the daredevil side. So he loves gambling and, and seeing other people exceed. He's a really good guy, and we, we can't thank him enough for what he's done for us and with us. As far as raising club calves and heifers go. You guys want to stick with the club calf thing, or is there a different outlook on that? You know, I like to say we want to have the right calf for the right person at the right time. We have everything. Our embryos this year, we focus on more maternal stuff. Mm -hmm. And then some of our AI cows are club calves. So it's just kind kind of a weird deal. We like to dabble in everything mostly like to focus on the heifers as ideally because you know it's, it's just pretty looking at a nice batch of semi-urangus heifers that if we can ever get a matching 20 head set that'd just be a dream come true right right now terry do you ever have to come in with these guys and uh brant wants to go one way and thane wants to go the other and you have to be the voice of reason you can say i'm the voice of reason i always say boys are you sure you want to do this uh-huh and Usually the daughter comes in and she has an opinion, too. So then I have three opinions to choose from. I come from, I probably like them a little framier than a lot of guys do. Uh huh. So that's kind of my generation there. Mm-hmm. And uh, But, you know, they're pretty much all black except the one red. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a big guy of a lot of chrome on a cat. Let's put it that way. Uh-huh. But pretty much their own deal. Like I said, I'm usually the guy out here dragging the water hose to fill these tanks or checking electric fence at 11 o'clock at night or things of that order. This is pretty much their project. You know, like I said, I never dreamed that my kids would carry on and, and want to carry it one step farther than what I carried it when I was young. Right. Yeah, Dad's used to those big, tall-legged Key Angus. Is that right? Actually, they were in the early 90s. We had the Key Angus. We had the... One CAs, the two CAs, and the PCAs. The ones that were six foot tall. <laughs> yeah, mom would be digging out photo albums some Sunday afternoon during the winter time, you know. Uh-huh. And Thane and I would just look and shake our head because they were just <laughs> as as tall and no gutted as you could ever imagine. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember those days. You guys will have to send me some of those for the podcast video, and, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get some of those thrown up on there. 
Well, I'm a, I'm a little bit fatter and a little bit grayer than those pictures you'll see me in. <laughs> well, that's all right. It happens to the best of us. I might be better looking now, too, though. So. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I get better looking with age. I, I've heard that happens. It does. <laughs> well, that's great. Terry, talk about mom just a little bit because it sounds like she is a big part of this as well. Yeah, Courtney kind of is. She grew up just north of town here. She grew up on a diversified livestock operation, and and her and I got together. We actually went on our first date. I took her to the county fair to a concert, believe it or not. Awesome. And she wanted to go out the next night, too. So <laughs> I was pretty impressed. Anyway, so she kind of had been in the cattle industry a little bit, showing a little bit herself. And, uh-huh. and she just kind of said, okay, this is what your children want to do. This is what we'll do. Right. So so she's the one that's up at night washing clothes when we get home. And she's the one that makes sure the entry fees get paid. And, and uh, she's the one that just kind of keeps the glue together. And uh, she seems to be the one that's always got cookies and pop here when people come to see the calves. Well, that's awesome. So she's always baking something. That's good. Yeah, you got to have that. Yeah, you got to have somebody keep us guys all in line. Right, right, right. You know, I was in Iowa uh, when I came out there to school, and we went to a few different places, and we had a guy out there that is very, very successful, and he says, you sell more livestock at the dinner table than you do while you're out there looking at them. <laughs> yes, you know. yep. <laughs> so, so she is on point right there with the uh, baked goods or yep. whatever else to get them to, to sit down and eat something. Yes, she is. She does a good job of it. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. So, hey, guys, you you ready to get into the cattle here in just a minute? You bet. And talk about some of these. Again, the sale is on September the 16th on SC. You guys are also going to do an open house right there on the 16th and and have everybody out that that wants to come out and look at them and and bid on them right there. Absolutely. It's a Friday night, so a nice little... We can stay out late, and hopefully the bids keep coming in. Right, okay. And have a little liquid encouragement. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds great. Yeah, that sounds good. And there is a big game coming up here that you guys are going to be out there this weekend, like the 10th and the 11th. want to welcome people to come out and look at these cattle live, but you guys might might be just a little bit busy for an hour or two, right? Absolutely, but one of us... So, so come to the garage. You guys got the big screen TV set up already. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And we're going to watch Iowa, Iowa State. Is that right? Yep. That is correct. Huh. Do those two programs still have football? Is that is that what we're watching? Yeah. yeah. Well, Iowa State still has a program. <laughs> Iowa is kind of questionable. Iowa's got a defense and no offense. <laughs> okay. It's rivalry week. It's rivalry week, right? And so you guys are all on the same page, though, right? You guys are all Iowa State Cyclones. Yeah, that is yep. right. Okay. Well, that sounds good. Brant, is everybody on the same page there? Well, Paige, my girlfriend, she's just she's on the fence. She doesn't know what she likes. So it just she's easily talked into being an Iowa State fan, but her family definitely does not agree with that choice, I guess you could say. <laughs> Okay. Well, you know, I, I've got a I've got a buckeye in this house that one of these days we're gonna convert her to a boilermaker as well. So I, I kinda understand what you're going through there. So yeah. 
<laughs> you bet. Well, you guys have, have sent me some pictures of these cattle. We don't quite have the videos back yet, but we will have them back here for the podcast video and things. And uh, you guys will have them ready to put up on SC. But where can they go see this if, if maybe it's not up on SC yet? Is there a place where we can see some of these videos and see some of the information for this these cattle in this sale? Absolutely. On my personal Facebook, just Brant Frias on Facebook, or they can add me on Snapchat. There seems to be something on Snapchat about every day at Brant F2000 on Snapchat. Okay. Brant F2000. I'll have to write that down. Good. All right. That's going to be the best place to find some more information then. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, good. Well, let's, let's get into these cattle. You've got a couple of them that you want to highlight. There's going to be eight of them lined up for the sale 17 17 one, one scratch okay right 17 head because 17 scratched yep correct okay yeah. all right well that sounds good let's let's start in here we'll just start in in numerical order here we got lot one we got a crossbred maternal maid heifer yeah yeah so our maternal maid we flushed that tammy cow which is our new donor from jared boyer that we bought uh, about two, three years ago. We flushed her as a heifer calf. We IVF her through the Vitelli program. There's a satellite location about 25 miles away, so not too bad at all. So we IVF her to maternal maid and ended up using our partnership herd, which is my boss AJ's herd, as with an embryo, and this is one of the calves out of that program. Okay. We're pretty excited about her and that new donor cow, and she's just so sound and so easy moving and easy flushing and good fronted i mean we go on and on about that one i should say there's a reason why she's our lot one <laughs> right yeah she is really really easy on the eyes and and like you said she's got that style to to burn right exactly and we think she could really really be something okay the lot two we got a daddy's money out of this tammy donor yep that was uh donor's natural calf this year bred her a little or more cavities uh that, that'll be maintainer heifer Real deep-bodied and sound, good-fronted. I mean, about anything you can ask for for a nice maintainer heifer. And especially being Cavanese, when she when she popped that thing out and that thing got about a month month age on it, we, we knew we were in trouble. <laughs> right, right, in trouble for the good, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Tell, right. Tell us a little about this Tammy donor. We didn't really hit on her much, but uh, we've got the first two lots out of her. Yeah, so she's a pays to believe out of Boyert's Tammy cow. One of my friend's kids showed her as a calf and was pretty successful at some open shows and just uh, won one our county fair that with that one also. Just a really good sound, good moving. And, you know, those those Tammy cows, that, that is one cow family I think everybody in the nation probably knows. Mm-hmm. So we were pretty excited to get our hands on that heifer when we brought her home. Yeah, trying to incorporate some of those genetics into ours. Right, and you guys have two of them out of the sale right here, so uh, right. looks like you did a nice job with that. Yeah, yeah. thank you, thank you. The lot three, Thane, I think you're going to take this one, is my understanding. Yeah, yeah we've I'll got take a, this one. we got a, we got a maintainer here, a, a daddy's money out of a broker. Now, tell the story on this one. Yeah, these, this is where my bragging comes in. Uh, <laughs> we were up in uh, northern Iowa. When we were showing, we'd go up there every year on that uh, pro tour. Uh-huh. And found this heifer calf that I just loved. I mean, I really, really liked her. And Dad and Brant go, what are you even looking at that thing for? What are, what are you doing? You know, and I went with it. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to buy that thing, not tell them and say, hey, we got to make a trip to Northern Ireland next weekend. 
So I got her bought and bred her then the daddy's money for Cavanese deal again and actually ended up working out. So now I got to do a little bragging about every single time we ever go look look at the calves and every morning we tie them up. I go, oh, what's that one there? That one sure looks nice. <laughs> now, Thane, Thane, why do you have such bragging rights? Because you kind of bought her on your own, but, you know, usually everybody kind of likes to agree with things. Yeah, it's just uh, worked out in my favor, man. I'm sure glad it did. Uh, They'd be laughing in my face otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> but then they tell you to stop, is that right? Yeah, they told me to stop, but, well, when I'm the one uh, bidding, I guess, I just went ahead and did it. So. <laughs> I think genetically that's a problem. We're told to stop bidding, and then we just end up bringing it home. I think we have a, a few cows with the, that same type of story anyway. <laughs> well, as long as they work out, it's all good, right? Yeah, yeah, some some didn't work out, but it, all in all, I guess the ones that did work out outweigh the ones that didn't work, so we, we'll take it. Right, <laughs> right. Well, we got another one down here uh, a little bit later that we've got a, got a good story about as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the lot four, we've got another female. We've got a purebred semi-heifer and king of diamonds out of a Nuno Moss. Yes, that heifer actually, the cow family originates from Johnny Johnson's out in Nebraska. That cow has been super successful for us. The King of Diamonds heifer is our third calf. The first year, we just sold a pretty, just a nice bull for uh, 1800 bucks out of uh, Step Up just to a local guy to use as a herd bull, and he still has him to this day, actually. The second year, her full brother, we sold, just happened to come across some people on Facebook looking for a bull, and uh, they came and studied him and studied him. I think they came three times before they... <laughs> finally decided to make the decision but we ended up getting a pretty good amount of money out of him and so now we're pretty jacked up for this heifer being a full full sibling to that bull and just kind of excited for that one well tell us about her a little bit i, I hate to say it but she's about the best made semi we, we've ever raised really good chubby and gonna grow super super good and be cool fronted for a purebred semi you know they, they get a little husky in that front end but that one is just not quite jet fronted, but that thing is darn good fronted, and she's definitely going to grow and, and, and make somebody an even better cow after the show career is over, you know. It's just, that's what we're really trying to do with our heifers. With Simital Junior Nationals in Des Moines this year, hopefully uh, we can get her there, I guess. Right. That ought to cause a little bit of stir for semis in the area. Yep. It looks to me like you guys hit that one right, and you're going to bring them a really good one. Yeah, we are quite excited for that one. She's been a favorite with all the groups coming through. Right. What age is this one? She is at very tail end of January. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we started calving a few embryos January 10th and then took about a two-week off break. So she's right there at the last week of January. Okay. All right. Be primed and ready for junior nationals. Yeah, absolutely. We've got a few steers in here and start the steer division here with the lot five steer. We've got a crossbred steer, when in doubt. Yeah, that when in doubt steer is... He's a pretty cool deal. He, he was a hairy as a buffalo when he was a calf, so that, that's why his nickname is Buffalo. We ended up buying some embryos out of the Griswold's uh, Classic. classics, the classic sale. And these are embryos by their Miss Molly donor, which is a wizard whiskey, and they ended up working really good. Mm-hmm. Just big and hairy and active. The picture guy we even... Adam White, he, he loved that one. He, he said the, that went in doubt bowl, he's loving that went in doubt bowl. And he said that's a pretty darn good calf out of that bowl. Now, was there an agreement on these embryos? Did everybody go together and say, I think we ought to buy these? Or did somebody have bragging rights on this one? 
I think I was loading pigs that day, and we were watching the sale on our Apple TV, so we had the uh, computer, I don't know, live auctions or whatever it was on on TV, and sure. I came back home, and they were still watching it, and you get anything bought? Oh, no, nothing, 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 and then about 10 minutes later, they couldn't keep it in any longer. Oh, yeah, we bought those embryos five lots ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then you weren't even in on that one, huh? I don't think I was in on that one. Oh, man, so you don't have any but bragging I guess, rights. I, can't, I guess I can't uh, complain too much on how those calves look, I guess. <laughs> right, right. Looks like they made a pretty smart move, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's my breaking rights for the year. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Everybody's got to have some, right? Yeah, exactly. Got another steer to follow this one. We got a little different color in this crossbred steer here. Yeah, that lot six, that's a one oak red alert that we're pretty jacked up about. That cow came from uh, Ty Cool out in Michigan. That's just her second camp. But during COVID, Ty was expecting to have this heifer out of one of his donor cows on the Michigan Beef Expo sale. And it ended up getting canceled because of the COVID and ended up being online. So we ended up buying this heifer, just kind of sight unseen, just saw some videos. And Thane and I kind of looked at her and said, well, she, she'll work. So we bid on her a few times and ended up bringing her home. So Yeah, kind of one yeah. of those late deals. I was needing another show heifer to show my senior year. We're going to have two. And this came across that one, luckily. Well, good. Well, did she work out in the show ring then? Yeah, she actually won our county fair and then was top five at a couple open shows. Oh, cool. So you did good. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then the best thing about her, she turns around and she spits out these quality steers. Right. 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 Absolutely. Tell us about this red steer. Oh, being that one old red alert, I mean, he's a pretty, pretty cool pedigree and really good fronted. And we can flash that picture up on Facebook. And we've I have three phone calls on Sunday afternoon, I made the post, and I had three phone calls within the first two hours, so it was a pretty cool deal, and he's just, he's dog tame, and just as as sound as you can make one. Appears from the picture, big-legged, choke-fronted. Yep, yeah, he's got all... all pretty nice calf. Right, appears he's going to have some grow to him as well. Yeah. Uh, excited about that one. We get back in here to the heifers, and we come back in with a vengeance here on this uh, lot seven heifer. Got a little white on her head there. We got a crossbred one oak female. Yeah, that cow originated. That was Thane's senior year 4-H project, and that cow originated from uh, Raymond Gonet down at Competitive Edge Genetics. Just a nice, cool, baldy sock cow, and we bred her to one oak this year, and it hit. You know, um, th that calf is. Just about as good as you can make one on the move. Super square, huge, huge, huge bellied. Smooth made sound. I mean, that thing, it's a total package there. And the baldy to top it all off. Yeah, she's sure flashy enough. And then you, you had that little that little white on her head and, and on her nose. And, uh, man, she's really, really cool. Yeah, we are excited to that one. That one, we had a guy here just yesterday from Minnesota checked her hair out. So that was a pretty cool deal. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be a crossbred, right? Right. Correct. Yep. Okay. And she's kind of one of those uh, in-betweeners, kind of could make a breeding heifer, could go market. This kind of depends how you feed her, I suppose. Right. Be versatile. Yep. And going to have hair forever. She <laughs> always had hair, and she is the hairiest darn thing on the sale, I think. Oh, she is. She's absolutely full of it. She's really neat. Really neat, really flashy. Good, high-quality female there. Uh, we don't quit. We got the lot A. We got another win in doubt. It's a crossbred. Yep, yep. That one goes back to that same Miss Molly cow on the embryo purchase from the Griswold Classic. 
So uh, full sim to lot five. Full sim to five. There you go. Yep. Oh, okay. And really, really sound made and really dope fronted, really cool fronted, and uh, most probably probably more like a market heifer than a breeding heifer, but really, really sound and the type of cattle that we need to make. Mm-hmm. That we enjoy making, I guess. Because she's got a little bit more of that power, a little more of that. Uh, maybe you want to talk clubby. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, she's yeah, a touch yeah. more clubby than yeah most of uh, uh, probably one through four after. I mean, she's just a little bit yeah more markety. Okay, yeah, she appears to be pretty powered up and big gutted and and big bone as well. Absolutely. All right, she's really neat one to one to really watch and and pay attention to there the the lot eight. Now lot nine, we've been telling a few stories. <laughs> And this one comes to you, Brant. We've got we've got a story on this one. We got a half semi female here, and why don't you just take it away? Yeah, she's probably one of the most unique females to walk the place here. Just just being the way she's made and the way she looks, and being a chosen one out of a, a half semi, it's a pretty neat deal. But the story on the Cal family is uh, I was in my late high school career, and I was trying to impress this new girlfriend. That I still have to this day, believe it or not. Uh, <laughs> that's that's the best part of it. <laughs> right, right. So we did, went, went down to Seth Plendell's sale over in, uh, oh, there by Stewart somewhere at, at that Jansen Farms there. And we just absolutely bought this heifer. And I, I just fell in love with her. And then all of a sudden, I wasn't going to bid, wasn't going to bid. And then we ran her and bid her a few times. And I don't know, must must impress Paige enough to stay around a little longer. So, <laughs> so it was, it was all to impress her is why you got this mother, huh? Yeah, I, I guess. And she, the cow ended up being a super good producer. We bred her to one oak last year. Her calf last year was a one oak that uh, Ryan Mesh happened to sell for us and sold for good money and went to Wade Rogers and he sold him uh, uh, wherever he ever ended up. I never mm-hmm. ever did here, but very successful cow family so another one of those gambles that uh ended up working out quite well yeah we like to gamble around here i guess you could say <laughs> have you, you guys ever been to vegas no i never have been <laughs> no i oh, think the casino in des moines about the farthest we've ever went so <laughs> well i guess that's right there is one there in des moines isn't there yeah so yep. you guys frequent that then and and do quite well uh no we 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 went on my for my brother-in-law's bachelor party and that's about the one and only time i've been there okay that's probably the one and only time i'll go <laughs> yeah <laughs> well it sounds like you guys are pretty good gamblers so you know i don't want to encourage that kind of thing but uh, <laughs> it seems seems like you guys that might be a decent place for you to go every once in a while yeah. right right if we could come out on the positive end after we come out of there that'd be a little better <laughs> <laughs> Maybe make enough money to buy some doors and fence for the new place, huh? <laughs> yeah, that'd be ideal. That would be ideal. <laughs> or, some, or some new waters so Dad doesn't have to go out there with a hose all the time. You think, Terry, that'd be all right, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, luckily those are just our summer pens, so he doesn't have to drag it when it's negative degrees in cold Iowa winter. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, hey, you guys have a couple more cattle in this sale and heifers and steers alike. What else do you guys want to highlight and talk about? And I'll just kind of let you guys go right ahead with them. Oh, another cool one or just kind of something a little fancy is our our lot 14, which really goes back to kind of a weird coincidence type deal. I went and bought a uh, 
It's a Simangus bull off our neighbor's Summit Farms from up here in Hubbard. And it went back to a Nichols Genetics. And uh-huh. I ended up using him and being a cleanup calf and kept a heifer that is out of that bull. And then this heifer is actually out of one of my cleanup heifers and just kind of ended up working last year a full sib to the cow. Mike and Donna from Owain, Iowa sold a heifer pretty good out of a just that simple cleanup bull just a good made fronted St. Angus bull and we couldn't be impressed enough with that and so this year we decided to have a little dabble of, of that on our sale just to kind of see what oh heck we our cleanup bulls even can can raise a pretty damn nice one yeah and she's really really nice she's she's kind of my kind she's pretty maternal it appears yeah oh, really yeah. maternal smooth yeah. made I mean just kind of puts good pieces together he does have a little bit of that front end, but that's the only downfall on her. But it, it fits what you guys talked about with, with her being so maternal, and you talked about some of the others that, that might not be as maternal and, and might be a little more clubby, maybe even a little more market-style females. You guys do. You guys are very diverse with your breeding and, and what you guys have to offer. Absolutely. Like we said, we like to have this, the right calf for the right person at the right time, and if we can get make all three of those work, it we might be successful, I guess. <laughs> Well, that sounds great. Who else do you guys want to talk about? Uh, we kind of did a little, something a little more unique this year. Ever, really ever. I'm trying to sell a bull on the online sale with all these clubby calves. But he's a pretty dang nice bull. Just uh, He's a maintainer, too, out of daddy's money. And have a pretty pretty dang good semi-cow uh, family that we have. And it just seemed to work. I mean, I think he looks pretty good. We were kind of debating just selling him privately and not putting him on the sale. But I'm sure glad we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the crowd we attract thinks of him and yeah, to see what happens with him. But you don't see a lot of yearling bulls on many sales, especially this early, but it's a gamble we're willing to take, I suppose. Right. <laughs> with your track record. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With your track record, I'd probably do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he fits the part, and he, he fits in to be a – good maternal bull I, I don't know if he fits with the quite the clubby stuff but he matches some of our heifers that are on the maternal side so what the heck we're we're not out nothing to put him on there and see what happens right as i'm flipping through pictures here i'm i'm wondering the lot 15 steer he really catches my eye oh yeah that that that's a good story for saying that that, that cow it's kind of the same story as his other cow yeah i actually bought her on the same trip as that lot three they're just kind of the same deal. This, you know, yeah, they didn't really like her because Dad doesn't like really colored cattle very much, and she's more fond of Charlay looking. And Brant was like, I, don't, I don't know, saying I don't really know about that one. And it's kind of, well, I think I'm, I think I know, you know. Yeah. I, well, first I tried tried breeding her to red, white, and roan. I'll get a cool colored calf here. Uh huh. I actually had to go assist on that first, and I hook the chains up to one leg, and I go what the heck, you know, this must be a cleanup calf, it's a black leg, you know, out of a char cow and a shorthorn bull, I was like, there's no way this thing's black. Uh-huh. Well, got him pulled out, and sure enough, I was like, I don't know what the odds of that are, but... <laughs> yeah, he's pretty that... good made and big body, tame as a kitten, too. With a little bit of white belly, and that night I got a Snapchat from Thane saying, how the heck is this thing so black? <laughs> right, and you say, you say he's a what? Uh, red, white, and roan. Okay. Out of a uh, Hawkeye Char cow. Oh my. Cool. So, so, so yeah, white. the cow's completely white, and I don't yeah, know how that happened, but. Oh well, he's he's really neat. 
my brother-in-law when we were picturing he was in the back and we were joking about using the aerosol paint and painting the belly when on that calf because they want to make sure to keep that belly white but my brother-in-law was joking to paint it paint it black and kick it out to the picture pen when Thane was just to see what he said. <laughs> right. well, I don't think I think he would have been coming back to the barn pretty darn fast. Yeah, yeah we would have had to wash him quick. <laughs> well, that white that white really kind of sets him off and and uh, makes him pretty eye-catching. Boy, he's neat. He's neat. I don't know who made this sale order, but boy, I'd I'd like to have him up there up front. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll just blame that one on Dad. <laughs> Dad took over on that one, huh? Yep. <laughs> uh, darn white belly, you don't like that. <laughs> Got to have them all solid color black, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes you boys, you you'll get him figured out here and, and get him to understand that that today we got to have a little chrome, we got to have a little yeah. color on these things. Absolutely makes everything a little more entertaining. Right. Right, you guys are starting right on him. He's he's really really neat. Yeah. Anybody else you guys want to talk about? We go into a lot twelve and thirteen. They were embryo purchases from the embryos gone snow sale at the Iowa Beef Expo. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They came from David Greenhorn mm-hmm. out of his Salt Princess cow. That it was the weirdest deal in the world. We put one embryo in a cow, one of our partnership cows, and she ended up having twins. And they're both DNA, the same cow, because we're like, no way in heck does this happen. So that embryo must have split or done something. And I've asked two or three vets in the area, and they said, I, I really don't know, Grant. I don't know what, what happened here. So those are actually twin heifer calves. Um, yeah, and I'm not really of, sure how it works, but I would have thought of splitting from the embryo, they'd be identical. But, yeah, one's got a white star on her forehead, and the other one doesn't. So I don't know how. It really is kind of confusing. This is, and they're a little bit different in their makeup. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like I don't, I don't know. I assume splitting from the same embryo, they'd be identical. But, but you guys, you say you have blood typed them, and the, and they type correct. Correct. Yep. Oh my gosh. Which makes it very weird, and all. I mean, we knew the the due date and everything was right on track with the embryos, and there was no bull in there, especially. And so we were like, no way something no way this even could possibly be wrong but we did it right and heck, I, I, we we still don't know what happened but it's kind of a clever deal we're kind of a one in a one in a hundred thousand chance i almost guarantee that brandy just walked in here she's been out feeding and uh uh she's she's a big part of this thing as anything i call her betty so betty we're picking these guys up on our way to vegas <laughs> <laughs> they are the luckiest and have the best luck and do the best gambling of anybody that I think we've ever talked to. Well, we can use some luck out there. We're going out there to see her daughters. You guys, we're just going to stop and, and pick you guys up. So uh, All expenses paid, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> we just got to watch your age a little bit there, thing when you go out there. I guess, that's right. a year yet. I guess that's right, yeah. <laughs> Guys, it has been so fun to, to put this thing together. And uh, I guess anything else that, that we need to know about the sale that's coming up here on the 16th on SC, anything we need to know about pickup, anything we need to know about guys coming to see these cattle that we haven't talked about yet? Uh, we're, we're more than willing to work with anybody. Just give one of the three of us a call about anything, any questions, any transportation. We'll, we'll make darn sure we'll make it right with you and, uh, 
we welcome everybody out to come whenever it's convenient for them and especially if anybody's around on the the 16th sale night we'll have supper out here and have some yard games going on and hopefully the sale lasts till midnight or two in the morning you know and just getting all them bids at least that's a man's dream i suppose right we have a replay of the iowa iowa state game on if it Works out only well. if Iowa State wins. <laughs> if it ends up right, we will absolutely have whatever we want, whatever they want on TV. Well, maybe you can have the podcast video on the TV. Oh, that'd be a good idea. Oh, that is good thinking. That there is you very go. Good thinking. There you go. We got that figured out for you. Yeah, we're pretty excited. We're pretty excited to do this, and we thank you guys for giving us the opportunity, and we look forward to seeing how everything shakes up. Well, thank you guys. We appreciate it very much. And, uh, man, this, this has been so fun, and, and I've enjoyed it. And uh, we'll be watching and, and keeping track of you guys and, and keeping track of this sale. And I uh, want to wish you a lot of luck with this sale. And, uh, guys, just want to thank you so much for uh, helping get this thing put together. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. We, we appreciate your time and everything. So we're excited about it. All right. Well, thank you guys. And again, September 16th, SC Online Sales. Look for the Freese Brothers sale. And uh, again, we want to thank them. And we want to thank you for listening to another edition of the Fourth Bit Podcast.